The Queer Family Podcast. Love is love is love on the Queer Family Podcast. Love is love is love on the Queer Family Podcast. Love is love is love on the Queer Family Podcast. Love is love. Hello, 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 my beautiful Queer Fam Squad. Oh, I'm so happy to be with you here on a Friday. It's a bonus episode. You didn't know you were going to hear me on Friday, but here I am. Here I am. Now, if you listened this week to this week's episode, Maria and Ray's episode, I told you all that I was going to be doing a feed swap bonus episode with a podcast and a podcaster that I love. And what I didn't tell you was that I had a big announcement to make. So I'm going to make that announcement first. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, listen up, folks. We are adding a video component to this here little show. Starting in Pride, starting Pride Month, that's June in New York City, so we're going to count it that way. Starting Pride Month, all episodes of the Queer Family Podcast will also be available in edited video form. They will all live on our YouTube channel. So if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you need to go there now, find the Queer Family Podcast, subscribe, get ready. I've already added a couple of little teaser videos so you can get a feel for what it might look like, what it's going to feel like. But what I mean by edited video episodes is the exact same thing you hear in your ears in the audio version will also now be available in video This is huge. This has been a huge undertaking. I've been wanting to do this for so long. You get to watch our expressions in action. If you prefer to see videos, now's your chance. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Here's the other announcement. I am also not only just doing video, I am going hard for pride. Y'all, that sounded sounded gross, but hey, it's kind of fitting, isn't it? (laughs) Here's the thing. The entire month of Pride, I am going to push out double the episodes. What that means is instead of just getting a Monday episode every Monday, you're going to get two episodes per week all month long. So you're going to get a Monday episode and a Thursday episode. And the guests that I'm interviewing for Pride Month are some folks that you might already know about, who you might already be following. Um, They are prominent, prominent folks in the queer family world. They're huge. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to share these episodes with you, which will also be in video form. So many big, amazing changes are happening, and I can't wait for Pride to start. I can't wait because it's going to be bomb. It's going to be lit. Yeah, I said both of those things, and I don't even care because I'm so excited. (sighs) Okay, announcements are done. Make sure you go follow me over there. Um, And now I need to talk about the podcast that you're going to be listening to right now. Queer News with Anna Deshawn. Now listen, Anna has centered her career on building streaming platforms which center and celebrate BIPOC and QTPOC creatives, which is amazing. And Anna's show, Queer News, is a seven minutes a day, five days a week podcast which centers and celebrates all of our lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and comrade communities. And it's a daily news podcast where race and sexuality meet politics, entertainment, and culture. This episode I'm about to share with you is really great. I learned a lot. I think that we all need to, obviously we all need to support the queer community. We know this. Um, And I think we all need to go and give Anna... And, and Queer News a follow, because um, let's hear our news 
told by us. Why the F not, right? Okay, so go do that, and, and you're going to listen. But before I roll this tape, well, pfft, before Helen and Beulah begrudgingly roll the tape, don't forget to join me on Patreon to help me create this super important queer content. I couldn't do it without my Patreoners. You're just going to head to patreon.com slash thequeerfamilypodcast to sign up, and that's where you're going to get extra bonus content. And... If you love this show and you want to represent your love for us and our beautiful families, you need to head to our shop and get some Queer Family Podcast merchandise. I just added new Pride merchandise, which I'm very much in love with, and you're all going to want to wear it or put it on a cup or a T-shirt or a, or a laptop case. or I mean, sky's the limit, a notebook, a pillow. They have so many options. And you're just going to go to tpublic.com and search for the Queer Family Podcast, or you can go to link in bio in our Instagram page, or you can also find our store on our website, thequeerfamilypodcast.com. So many ways, so many ways. And make sure you're following on all the social media channels, please. We are the Queer Family Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Get on over there, follow, like, share with your friends, and... I just hope you really enjoy this episode of Queer News. I'm going to ask Helen and Beulah, my darlings, my lovelies, please roll that tape, ladies. <laughs> Queer Family Podcast. Love is love. Family, it's your favorite queer radio personality, Anna Deshawn, with our queer news for today. Now, I want to make you a promise. We will continue to bring you the latest in queer news, culture, and politics. So if you dig in our intersectional take on the daily, consider joining the Q Crew. The Q Crew is our monthly membership program we started to help us grow the podcast. With your help, we can bring you more stories celebrating our lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and comrade communities. Now, family, you all remember back in June when the Q Crew funded me to cover the 35th anniversary of the AIDS Memorial Quilt in San Francisco. I was blown away by your willingness to support this work. The financial gifts of the Q Crew afforded me the opportunity to see the quilt up close and personal for the very first time. There are so many moments of that trip I could share, and I will, in a podcast to drop on World AIDS Day, which is December 1st. Feel free to put a reminder in your phone right now because it's going to be good. <laughs> but when I was on the lawn in San Francisco, walking the aisles of the quilt, and I do mean aisles, as there were 350 blocks laid out, which represented 3,000 panels, 3,000 stories of people who have lost their lives to HIV AIDS. And listening to the soundtrack of the names being read. Neil Cunningham. And understanding that the average age of a person on the quilt is 33. Onza Omalik. Understanding that each panel quilt is six by three, roughly the size of a coffin, telling a story of remembrance through art and words. There was a deep, I mean deep emotional response that came over my entire body. Tears just began to drop because when you walk through a display of the AIDS quilt, you understand it is more than the largest community arts project ever in the world. You understand that it transcends needle and thread. 
As the manager of the Call My Name Project, Jada Harris likes to say, there is quilt magic. And I know this for sure because I have experienced it myself. Now, the Call My Name Project exists in an effort to honor the black lives lost to HIV AIDS. And I could explain it, but it's way better coming from Jada herself. Take a listen, family. Call My Name is a program that's specifically designed to increase the number of African-American people on the quilt. In all marginalized communities, black and brown people. Now you put the quilt end to end, it's 56.3 lines. How many do you think is for black folks? <laughs> Less than a mile. That's why we want to call our names because it's our tradition. This is what we do as people. We call the names of our dead because they know, we know that they are also living in the spirit world, right? That's what we do. We call the names and what do we do in our communities? We quilt. That's right. We pour libations. We have altars. We honor our ancestors. We quilt. The Call My Name Project was the magnet that drew me to cover the quilt display in San Francisco. And now through funding from Gilead Sciences, the quilt is going on tour in the South. This tour is called Change the Pattern. And it kicked off in Jackson, Mississippi at the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. And guess who was there? No, 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 for real. Guess, come on. <laughs> Fresh off her first Emmy win, the Cheryl Lee Ralph was in the building. And I got to meet the legend too. She was very sweet. Now, Cheryl Lee has been an advocate for HIV AIDS for over 30 years with her organization, the Divas Foundation. She walked to the mic with her very own panel she curated behind her and she did this. I am an endangered species, but I sing no victim song. I am a woman, I am an artist, and I know where my voice belongs. Ooh, can we talk about the chills and the energy in that space? And y'all know she wasn't done, right? Mm-hmm, we're just gonna let Cheryl Lee Ralph preach a little bit. Take a listen. You see, what you all don't realize is 33 years ago, when I started talking this talk and walking this walk, people told me I was stupid. They told me I was stupid. They told me to shut up. They told me God would find no favor in me because I spend too much time talking about those people. And a little church girl in me said, who are those people? Because there, but for the grace of God, go I. Thank you. 
And when they said, you must be one of them. And I said, oh, I am absolutely a human being. Yes. And it was very difficult. And then launching Divas at a time when people were not paying attention to people of color and this disease. You heard it said, it was known, classified as a gay white man's disease. But from day one, I saw black folks getting sick and die. And they weren't just black gay people, they were black gay, gay and straight people. They were not just men, they were men and women. Now, it wasn't just one section of our community that was hit from day one. It was all of us. But every doggone year, we raised our voices to say, this is a black and brown people's problem. This is a woman's problem. This is a child's problem. So every year, I have a visitation of spirits. All the brothers, all the women, all the trans, all the drag, come on, and they say, bitch. <laughs> you better work. Now, I told y'all she was preaching, right? Okay. <laughs> now, I want y'all to know that the quilt wasn't just on display in the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. It could be seen throughout Jackson as well at the Jackson Medical Mall, Jackson State University Student Center, Craftsman's Guild, the Jackson Welcome Center, and the Capitol Pride celebrations. Also, let me note that Jackson wasn't the only city in Mississippi where folks could go see the quilt. It was also in Hattiesburg and Greenville. Of course, making it the largest display of the quilt in Mississippi history. Now, you may be asking, why Mississippi? Why the South? So a couple little known facts that I want to share with you, okay? The South comprises 38% of the U.S. population, but get this, it represents over half. Yes, over half at 52% of all new HIV diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Now, let me drop another one on you. Out of the 17 states defined as being in the South by the U.S. Census, 13 of them have HIV-specific criminal laws or statutes on the books. And 11 of them have actually prosecuted people for living with HIV. HIV criminalization is still very real. Family, I'm sharing these stats because you need to know. I didn't know. <laughs> we all need to know that we still have a long way to go before we see zero new infections. Because how did we get from San Francisco in 1981 to the South in 2022? How did we get here? Now, I'm going to dig into that more during that podcast I was telling you about, the one dropping on World AIDS Day, December 1st. Mm -hmm. The one you've put a reminder in your phone already to listen to, that one. Mm -hmm. I'm digging into these very questions with thought leaders from around the country and specifically in the South. So you got that reminder, right? Okay, okay, okay. The week-long celebration of Change the Pattern was powerful. It was even lamented with a Jackson proclamation that September 28th through October 4th is Change the Pattern Week. The people doing this work, family, I've met them. 
They are doing God's work, divine work. They are warriors. And I can't wait to tell more of their stories. Honestly, I can't wait for you to hear their stories. The executive director of the Southern AIDS Coalition, Daphina Ward, who is the truth, period, with a T, mm-hmm, period, said, we can't just talk about HIV to end HIV. That was so incredibly profound to me because we have to change the pattern in all facets that affect Black life. We have to change all the patterns. Mm. Y'all know I always end the podcast with a word and I could have ended it with Daphina's word because that was enough, okay? But today... I want to end the word with Cheryl Lee Ralph and a song that was born during the Change the Pattern Week led by HIV advocate LS. If you know the song, sing along or hum to yourself if you're out here in the streets. And if you don't know it, you will by the time the song ends. Till next time, family. Peace. So here we are talking about Change the Pattern in Jackson. Pattern is deep. Cause y'all don't have clean water. Mm-hmm. It was okay when black folks were dropping dead of this disease. It was so okay they didn't want to talk about it. It was so okay they didn't want to remember their families. It was so okay. It was so accepted. Change the pattern. Change the way we think. Change the way we love ourselves. Ready to change the pattern. Oh, I woke up this morning with my mind. Ready to change the pattern. This podcast is a production of E3 Radio, your number one queer radio station playing queer music and reporting on queer news in high rotation. Love is, love is, love is, love.